What's Ready? up, everybody? Good afternoon. Welcome to the Real World Show. This is the fourth season, um, episode 10. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that has helped us to get this far so far. Shout out to everybody that donated to us when we first started and has been donating and been supporting us from the very beginning. Shout out to um, the Brick Network for still having us on television every Thursday um, at 12, 4, and 1 a.m. And shout out to um, Pastor Santa Kamoi. Couldn't be here with us today, but he's still out here and supporting us. Um, check out the website, www.therealwordministriesinc.org. That's the Real Word Ministries, Inc. I-N-C dot O-R-G. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Real Word Ministries, Inc. on Instagram. That's the Real Word Ministries, Inc. on Instagram. And you can also check us out on Facebook at the Real Word 7. Um, so shout out to my guest that's here with us today. Introduce yourself, brother. Yeah, as people who are a little bit familiar with my face. Um, my name is Abraham Clerville. What can I really say about myself? I'm a simple man, like everybody, you know, but someone who tried to do the best of the best, you know, to proclaim, you know, the gospel. That's me. A lot of people say that every time we link up together, it's trouble. <laughs> well, honestly, you know, um, sometimes when you stand up for the truth, you're always going to fight people against you, you know. So no matter what you do in life, you know, you're still going to find people who not agree with you. Mm. You know, but we, we do trouble for the good cause. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, man. So tell the people a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, I see you got a nice shirt on today. Tell, tell people what made you wear that shirt today. Well, honestly, <laughs> I try to reflect who I am because as human first and as African. So, and I feel like it's time now for myself to reveal the truth of me, who I really is. That's the reason you see, I dress a little bit different now, but hey, that's Abraham. So you about to go back to Africa, you say, or something? Well, um, if that's the case, if God wants to send me there, yes, I'm ready for that. As a matter of fact, I got plan, you know, to do the, some missionary work there. That's something gonna come up very soon. Wow, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Um, so it seems like you're very interested in ministry and missionary work and things of that nature. Do you feel like that's a calling for you? Of course, because first of all, I was born and raised to a family who always serve others, and for myself, it's something easy. That's a part of me. Mm -hmm. This is not something I'm I'm learning from, but that's something I already born with. You understand helping and serving. Wow. Yeah. And, okay, so what about pulpit preaching? Do you like preaching from the pulpit too, or you rather serve in the so, community? Because <laughs> a perfect example, shout out to Pastor Sandra Kamo. He, he said he's done with the pulpit preaching, that he's just going to be in the community, just serving the community, and, you know, focusing on the real word, which is the word of God that goes out and help people. Um, but some people, they feel like that's not for them. They just stay in the church, preach from the pulpit, wear nice suits, make sure their suit always clean, carry a big Bible, and that's it. <laughs> like, you know, so what do you think? Uh, honestly, honestly, we heard, um, um, okay, both is very important. Mm -hmm. Both, uh, I mean, both, we have to do both. Both are important, but the problem is, so if you're preaching something and you're not living mm -hmm. with what you're preaching, I call that hypocrite. Mm. But I feel and like I, I, for, for myself, mm. I feel like 
you not you you depart from your mission hmm. and that's the reason we want to discuss that today right yeah so why the church depart from his mission and what was the mission of the church the mission of the church is not only to preach the gospel hmm. but when you finish to preach because what look if you want to base on what jesus said hmm. when jesus was in on earth right yeah some places when he went what he did he did miracle people. right mm -hmm. so some places he feed them mm -hmm. he don't he not even say any words yeah of course. and some places he give the words of course but if you only satisfied to give me the words and you and i'm in need you cannot feed my need something is wrong it's incomplete mm -hmm. and this is something we have to fight in church now against because this is not the mission of the church but some people that's not their thing to go out in public and do all those things but some people that's kind of hard for them to do especially like people that's not used to that people that's just used to being inside and not doing the street canvassing all right especially within our denomination the seven day adventists shout to the seven day adventists um a lot of them Especially the pastors, like, they get real bougie. They feel like they're, like, big guys, that they're better than other people, you know, when they big, when they have big positions in the conference. And if, if they're preaching at a big church, they feel like they're that guy. And then people treat them that way, as in they get their own table, they get food first, they get, you, you know, everybody's willing to, like, give their first kid for that guy sometimes. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Um, so for that person that mm -hmm. feels like they're king, for them to go outside and feed a homeless person or for them to, like, you know, do that stuff outside, for them, that's not for them. Basically, if you see, they take the opposite one based on what Jesus wants to teach us. You know, Jesus always denied those treatment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he accepts. If there are so many stories in the Bible, we can prove what we, we, I'm saying now. Mm -hmm. um, imagine some some place they put jesus as a king yeah jesus was a king don't get me wrong yeah. but some places he denied the title they gave him because the title is not really important the treatment is not really important but what i have to offer you that's exactly what is really important mm -hmm. you understand so treat treat them well when they're doing something good why not yeah you understand, I understand. so but when we miss the concept, the true concept of the church, that's the problem. That's why God calls some of the Jewish, some, some of the rabbi, God called them um, hypocrites. Yeah. Because they preach something, they say something, but they're not living. They make you believe. Believe if this is the right way to do things, this is this, this is that. But in reality, they're not living by what they say. So what about the people that say, do as I say, not as I do? The, I think that's the perfect example. So I can say something, but don't follow me. The only matter you have to, to follow is the Bible described that, that Jesus Christ. Mm. You know, because he's, he's, he, he came to vindicate the Father. So that's that's the most important we need that the that the will matter we need to follow. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a human, 
I'm subject to to make mistake. You understand? Hold the mic closer. So yeah. As I said, I'm a young man. I'm subject to make mistakes. You know, mm. everybody make mistake. But tell me one mistake that Jesus made mm. when he was on earth. I can't tell you. Okay then. The the perfect the perfect example is Jesus Christ. If you have to follow someone, honestly, follow Jesus. But I think a lot of people read the Bible and they don't understand it. You know when you were in school and they say, don't only read, read for comprehension, read to understand. Mm -hmm. I think there's some people that they don't read to understand. And the people that do understand, they use it against the people that don't understand. Mm -hmm. And they take advantage of them. And I think that's the sad reality of the situation. Um, I always say for people to take their own time to learn the Bible, you know, always pray for the spirit of discernment when you receiving the word and then just try to explain it. You you, you see how when I preach, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm preaching about something in the Bible, I create a whole picture and I actually show people a picture. Yeah. As in like, I go back to the real history. I show them that this place was a real place in the world at one mm -hmm. time because a lot of places, they change names, you know? That's true, um, that's true. Um, perfect example is um, Iran. Right now, Iran it used to be Persia. Mm -hmm. So um, a, lo a lot of people don't know that. So when all these things is, is going on, like I break it down and then I bring it from the past to the present, I relate it to the word, people start to see it different. Like, okay, this is not about um, people that lived a long time ago. Or this is not about people that I don't, like some people don't even think existed. But you can see that there's nothing new under the sun. It's the same thing that's happening. Yeah, it's a cycle. Mm -hmm. The same thing that happened to the people in the Bible is the same thing that's happening to us. And the same mistakes they made, we're making again. Perfect example was Nicodemus, right? Yes. Nicodemus knew that he was a Pharisee, right? And then, mm -hmm. like, all the Pharisees did not like Jesus. They said that he's, he's, he's a false prophet, he's a false messiah, all the Jews hated him. But look at Nicodemus. He went to go see Jesus at nighttime to receive the word. So in the darkness of light, in the darkness of night, he went to find the light. And then Jesus was looking at him. was like, in order for you to receive the Holy Spirit, you've got to be reborn um, in the spirit and in fire. And then he was like, reborn. I'm a grown man. I'm going to go back inside my mother's stomach. And if you just take that line, that's mm -hmm. a lot of us. Mm -hmm. Like we so stuck in our ways that we like, why bother to change? I'm not trying to do everything all over. This is how I'm doing it. And I, I can say this honestly. When I was young, I used to look up to, to like people like pastors and preachers and people like that and people in the church. And then when I got older and then I entered the realm myself, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. God was ordering my steps. And then people that I never thought I would be standing next to them now, they're looking at me like, how how you get here? <laughs> you know exactly. And then, and then and it's like I'm getting to know these people. And then I start seeing their flaws. I start seeing um, their insecurities. I start seeing the things that like makes them weak, the thorn in their flesh. Then you start to see them and you're like, wow, these people aren't no better than us. But the only difference between us and the people that don't care at all is that at least we're willing to try. Mm -hmm. You know, some people don't care to try at all. But then there's some false prophets too. Like some people are doing it for the wrong reasons, for attention. That's doing it for money, that's doing it for power, that's doing it for women. There's people like that. I've met those people too. Um, 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 Nicodemus, he was a smart man, and I want you to understand that. Of course. So he don't want to miss anything. Mm. Okay? 
So by the fact, the fact that he chose anyway, anyhow, to go and meet Jesus, no matter the time, it's because he was smart. But at the same time, he got something to protect his reputation. You know, because he's working for Caesar. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So, <laughs> mean that he have to find like a system to protect his job mm. and to get the light at the same time. <laughs> you understand? But don't forget. That's all of us, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's why the Bible is, the, is one of the book or secret book or, 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 or holy book, mm. if you want it that way. You can find any answer for any questions. Mm. You understand? Yeah, Maybe yeah. sometimes you not only understand the answer, exactly. but you got the answer anyway. So because he want the light, he want to meet this guy because what people said about Jesus, they think he's gonna be king. Mm -hmm. But he want to to make sure he got his job. You know, there's a, 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 a expression in in in, uh, a, in Haitian language said, yeah, there's an expression in Haitian language said, you there are some people they have to be there no matter what oh, yeah, the yeah. government you know <laughs> so i think nicodemus was one of them because but for himself he went to visit jesus to know who is this guy everybody talk about you understand mm -hmm. but good for him he found something he never knew mm -hmm. you understand that that's one of the good things and that's the reason Jesus see his intention mm -hmm. because Jesus can read his mind. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, wait a minute. I see your intention. I see you got good in you even though your, a, 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 your environment is corrupted. But you still got good in you. You can make a difference. To make a difference, you need to be born again. Be born again, that doesn't mean you're going to change your skin, your color, but you have to change your mind. This is the problem. That's for every Christian. We need to be born again. But be born again means you need to change what you have here. This is not the envelope you need to change. You need to change this because the true you is this. Your mind. But speaking of the mind, mm -hmm. it seems like mostly in church they focus on the spirit and of the heart. They don't want to focus on the mind because sometimes... I feel like they would rather you not be smart, especially like smarter than the people that that should be smart. You understand what I'm mm -hmm, saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like when you are a fan of intelligence, when you do have a certain understanding of certain things and certain knowledge of certain aspects of life and certain situations, it starts to make them feel inferior and then they start to feel threatened. And I think that's what causes conflict. Well... I agree. Don't get me wrong. But you know one thing? Sometimes you have to to be real. Be you. Um, don't, people can charge me by apparently. Mm -hmm. Let's say some people they think I'm a little bit rough. Mm -hmm. Some people they think I'm rude. I'm not really rude. Don't get, I'm not rude at all. But I'm a little bit someone who's straightforward. Mm 
what I have to tell you, I have to tell you straightforward. But why you have to tell them? Because it's true. Yeah. I cannot make you believe something and it's not true. Because we have to be real. I, like, I always said that to you, you but understand? I like, but I feel like when you keep it real, it's kind of dangerous, don't you think? Well, in some situation, yes, I agree with you. But to, to the other hand, we have to understand. Sometimes we have to face the truth, man. You have to tell the truth. No matter the circumstances, you have to tell the truth. Um, the way I always, basically, people not really understand that. I raised by my godmother. My godmother never... It will break me. It will break me for something I did, and I said the truth, even though it's bad. But my grandmother always will break me when I when I do when I did something, but I lie to say no, this is not true. I don't say that. I don't do that. You understand? So no matter the problem, no matter the circumstances, you have to stand and tell the truth. This is the problem. You believe that the truth will set you free? Exactly, but the Bible said it. <laughs> but the Bible cannot lie. You know, sometimes, look. Um, let's say, I'm not going to base on, on um, a marriage aspect, but I'm going to base on family aspect. I remember when I was raising, so I, I, I used to fight, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I don't accept to lose. I, I supposed to be the one who who got who got the fight. You understand? Yeah. But if you beat me, trust me, I'm gonna go back to you. And that time I have to win. That's me. And I feel sometimes when things happen, you know you was guilty. You got like a feeling of guilt. Your conscience is not good. You you you, you traumatize. You understand? But the day you breathe and you tell the truth, you feel so free. Sometimes does. It's a, it's a heavy responsibility when you got stuff to do and, when, and, 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 and you see they're not going to really understand you in the sense that, mm. trust me, brother, you know what, why you know what is that? You know what, what I mean by that. So no matter the problem, tell the truth. That's why people... Sometimes they don't like me. Because Sometimes. if I see <laughs> look, if I see that this is like a note, don't tell me is it is the iPhone. Note is Samsung is Samsung. iPhone is iPhone. <laughs> Even though you put the same you same you know the same cover and you try to make it look. The other day <laughs> I, I bought like a fake iPhone. You understand? He looked like an iPhone. Where you bought it from online? It, no, not online. Um, I went to a store and the guy was selling. Wow. So even though he told you I got iPhone? someone, yes, even though I got someone who know phone, who's selling phone, yeah. who checked the phone. Mm. But when I get home, when he get, well, I give him to check that. We check that instantly. We see that was the iPhone. Mm. But by the time we arrive home, everything changed. The system that was the android who got like a, a cover iPhone, but it's a good phone, don't get me wrong. Mm. But it's a, it's a way to tell you, no, if you based on the cover, that's why you, they always said, don't judge a book by the cover. Mm. You know, when you see the cover, you will say, oh, this is an iPhone, but inside of that, this is not an iPhone, this is an android system. Wow. 
That's why I have to tell you the truth, no matter the color. Because I have to go inside. When I get inside, I know the knowledge. Inside, I, I, I can make my conclusion to tell you this is what it is. And before I said what I said, what I have to say, I have to make sure I got all, all the evidence in my hand to say that's why when I stand up and I say something, nobody can contest me because I know what I'm saying. Yeah, but don't you feel like you create a lot of enemies when you do that? My brother, Jesus doing so many good things. <laughs> but who crucified Jesus? Judah saved Jesus, right? Let's go back to the book of Revelations. It's found in, um, <laughs> so in the, oh no, it's not even a revelation. Sorry. It's in the book of Matthew. Um, mm -hmm. I think, I believe the, the 27th chapter mm -hmm. of Matthew. Um, this is when Judas is conflicted. And so he goes, he goes back to the um, Pharisees and Sadducees. Mm -hmm. And he's like, um, I have sold you an innocent man. Um, mm -hmm. Here's the money I return on to you. And please let him go. And they said, who's, that's not our problem. Mm -hmm. That's your problem. And he throw the money back at him. And so when Pontius Pilate go, go before them and he puts Jesus and he puts, um, what's the other guy named Barnabas in front of the people. He mm -hmm. said, which one should I let go? Jesus or Barnabas? But if you look. But they, 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 they set like a criminal free. Yeah, but if you look, but exactly. if you look at it, mm -hmm. they were both rebels in, at the same way. The only thing is mm -hmm. Jesus was peaceful. Barnabas was more vicious. Like he killed people, but the rebels, they saw him as a hero to them because he was fighting against, I guess, the, the, the Roman. And I guess they saw him as a hero for them. So, but Jesus was a hero to other people, but then the Jews seen him as an enemy. Mm -hmm. So it's like you could be a hero to one person, the enemy to another. That's exactly what it is, you know. And, and like you said, um, Jesus give them food, right? Jesus healed them, right? Yep. Jesus did so many, so many wonderful things for them, right? And they didn't see it as At the end, who killed Jesus? Them. Okay. So no, no matter what it is, if Jesus can accept that, why, why me? Who I am? <laughs> you know? That's why I, I, I want to, to make you consider like a text of the Bible. Ephesians chapter 1 verse um, 23 and 20, 22 and 23. When the Bible said, the church, okay, if, if I ask you, um, what, is, what is the church? The church is, okay, and the Bible says, any group of people that come together in my name, I am present. So um, also we could go back to the book of Matthew and then Jesus died. The church was his bride, and he told Peter, I'll set the church on, I will plant the church with you, and you will be the rock that will bring up the church. So the church is the church is the home of God, which was established by Jesus, mm -hmm. and left to the people that call themselves Christians nowadays. But yeah, most likely, uh, people always refer churches about the building, the group of people. But the real church is you. Yeah, of course. You understand? That's why in Ephesians chapter, uh, chapter 2, um, chapter 1, verse 22 and 23. I'm just going to make the summaries quickly. The church is his body. Body who he is? Jesus. Yeah. Okay? And the fullness of him. Now, what does that mean, fullness? Yeah. Fullness means the state of being 
fill it to capacity. You understand? So, or in another word, of a person body or part of the state of being filled out so as to produce a rounded shape. That's mean. That's mean. If you let Jesus live in you, you got everything. That's the reason when Jesus said, the true mission of the church, not only to preach the gospel, but you have to be able to feed the need of everyone who composed that body. Let's say, you see the human body, right? If something happened in your eyes, the whole body feel it. Yes or no? Yeah, of course. If you got something in your fingers or nails, the whole body feel it. Why in our church, as a body of Christ, why my problem is not your problem? Because we don't care to make it our problem. We have our own problem. Let's say, remember, when Laza was dead, right? Yeah. What the sister of Laza said which to one? Jesus? She said, it depends on which one you ask. One said that. Any, any of them. Okay, one said that mm -hmm. the, the one that you loved have died. And the other one said that you. If you, you were. Mm -hmm. If he oh, was there? Yeah, if he was here sooner, then maybe he would be alive. And, and then Jesus said, ye of such little faith. And then Jesus started crying. Okay. You see, Jesus filled the pain. And they know if Jesus was there, their brother not going to be there. Yeah. You understand? This is the concept we have to feel the same for us. As a pastor, as a leader of the church, my problem is supposed to be your problem. And sometimes we not realize that. We go, we go. Yeah. Sometimes we don't feel that way. Or it's very rarely you can see that in church. Mm. Uh, that means if I got a problem, sickness, my joy, my sadness, supposed to be your joy and your sadness because we are a body. That's why I said the church misses mission. Uh, uh, the church depart from his mission because we're supposed to be united. We're supposed to be one. Did we really want? But I think that's why a lot of people they like the small churches. They feel like they're more connected when they're in the small church than versus the big church. Because when you're in a big church, sometimes people feel like not everyone knows everybody. But when they're in a small church, they feel like they're a family. Like you originally from a small church. I'm originally from a small church. You know, in the small churches, it's a couple families that make up the church. It's most like three or four or five families that make up the church. And then the rest are people that's like single people, either old or young. And, mm -hmm. and, and the rest are like kids, like youth. And that's what makes up the church. But I feel like when you get into bigger churches, then there's like more issues and people who know each other less. Like right now, we're in a bigger church now. You know, all our churches merge together. We're in a bigger church. Sometimes I'm at church and I feel like I, I, I barely know anyone there anymore, you know? Like, I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> and you can see how when it reaches to that level, you don't know the people as, 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 as much as you used to know the people before. And so 
like you start to feel like a stranger sometimes or you feel like you don't care as much for the next person or they might not care as much for you because you don't really know them the way you know people that you actually grew up with. Um, um, let's say something. You know why we've had all those problems in church? Why? It's because church is missing something, the truth. The truth is what? Is the love of God. When you have the love of God, we got the truth because that's the reason Jesus said, I am the way and the truth. Nobody can see the Father. They have to perform it to get the, to, to the Father. Mean that Jesus is the whole model. You understand? If you said you love Jesus, that's why the Ten Commandments divide in two parts. The first part is the love of God, and the second part is the love of human relation, human between human, love between human and human. So basically, how you said you love God, you cannot really see with your visible eyes. You understand? And you said you love it. And you, as my brother, I don't really even care about you. I don't love you. And how I can love Jesus? That's the reason you, you have to understand that principle. That's why Jesus said, every time you do good for them, you did good for for me. You understand? Because this is your training. If you want to go to heaven, in heaven, sin not going to go back again in heaven. The only thing going to live or lay in heaven is love. If you cannot train yourself to love one another here, how, how you can go in heaven to love? But this is your, 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 your training now. Show me you love me. And, and I think that's exactly what the church means. We need to be true and to tell the truth. No matter the study you can do, but if you don't love, if you don't have the love in you, you cannot tell the truth. Trust me, my brother. You can have all the principles in the Bible. You, you can know the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. You can pray from a January 1st to December 31st, my brother, trust me. You can fast in every time. You can spend money to people just to make to show up to show people you are good. If you don't love, if you don't have love in you, you cannot tell the truth. And I think the first step for you and I, we have to train ourselves to love truly. So you're saying that people that lie, hey? You know, if you say that people that tell the truth tell the truth out of love, so people who lie hate. Exactly. What? Hate who? Themselves or hate others? Or both. 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 That's why sometimes you, some people they can they can fool God. You fool yourself, my brother. Look, when you got like you apparently you, you show you are a good Christian, right? How do you show you're a good Christian? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Because it would depend on your definition of what a good Christian is. Okay, for me, a good Christian is someone who thinks for the people who are weak. 
A good Christian are people who always stand for the truth. A good Christian is people who want to help others in a good and a good and bad situation. Mm -hmm. A real Christian is someone who always wants to share what they have. Mm -hmm. Okay, a good Christian is someone who always take time to understand, uh, to listen, and always say the good. A good Christian is someone who stand when things is not working pretty good. Oh, I don't care. This is not my business. You cannot be a leader in the church and you say you don't you don't care. Sometimes the pastor, the elders doing some bad things and you don't care. Mm. If you don't care, who's gonna care for 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 the people who's listen to you? But some people care about their position more than the actual people. Exactly, really exactly, people. exactly. That's the reason Nicodemus come at night to see Jesus, mm. because he was really care. He know Jesus tell the truth. Because at that time he got two intentions. Mm. If he become king, mm. as I want to get contact with him to still to still get my job. In case if something happened, I still want to conserve my job with this system. Mm. You understand? <laughs> so, it's almost it's almost like it's you know that's like... that that the same thing happened in church now. Okay. Some 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 elders, some 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 a a, a department a director of any department. Sometimes they most likely care about the, their position, even though they don't pay for the for, for the position. Imagine if they were if they was paid for that. So, if payment is not their reward, then what is their reward? Like, what do they get out of this? I don't know. They have to tell me why they fighting for that. You understand? Me, I don't in position to work for God. Mm -hmm. You don't in position to work for God. What you're doing here, you're doing it for God. When you go outside, you feed, you feed, you feed um, 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 the homeless. Mm. And you know, one of the good things, and I'm going to say that public, from the day I know you until today, I never deceived. And, and you, don't, you never did something wrong in my eyes to see I can stand to say, oh, Brother Ricard, um, I'm not really appreciate what you did. Mm. You understand? Things never happen since the day I, I, I meet you and I know you. But, and, and you build a trust in a way people can say, okay, that's Brother Ricard is in, in charge of this. I don't mind. I can close my eyes and invest because I know that money going to go where they're supposed to go. And I always said that to you. You understand? That's why you, you see, you got a lot of people who support you because you show transparency, transparency in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And you don't do it by your own, by yourself. You make sure you, you bring people with you. You know? And there's no secret in what you're doing. Or, or you're not doing it to glorify yourself. You're doing, doing it to others this is the big difference that's why in church me like you know me I don't do things to say oh that's brother Abraham I don't care but mm. I make sure I did something at least I'm in peace with God and the people that I serve that's the reason I don't take money for my ministry I don't at the beginning I don't take money 
from people, you know why? why? It's a way because I don't want people to think I'm doing what I'm doing for money. Mm. You understand? And that's why when you want to give me money, I ask you to support a local church in your area who's doing missionary work. Mm. Give them that money. You know? But if you don't help me, you can still help me, but there's a way to help me. Mm. And, and if I don't have a cause, I don't bring anything. Like you always said, you always have a cause to do things. Yeah, yeah. And that's why people always send and support your ministry. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very important if you're asking people for money that you show them where, where the money is going and you also appreciate the people that donate. I remember when I would put up the people names that donated and how much they donated, people would tell me, oh, don't do that because then you make other people that like um, not donating look bad or sometimes people might donate a little and they, they, they might feel a way about somebody donating more. But mostly it was from people that wasn't donating that would tell me, stop putting <laughs> people that's <laughs> donating publicly. That's exactly what it is, brother. Trust me. Trust me. And, 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 and that's the reason I said, imagine, okay. <clears throat> Let's say, the Bible said, my people die because they have a lack of knowledge, right? Yeah. Okay. The variant, the way they operate back in the days, when you come, you present them something, they listen to you, and they take notes, and they go back when they, are, when they was home to investigate what you were saying. They're supposed to. Exactly. They take what is good and they throw in the garbage what is yeah. bad. That's what I did during my, um, I think it was my third sermon. I did mm -hmm. the miseducation of a Krishna. I said, anything that I'm saying right now, go home and do your own research and look it up. That's what I was telling people to do. That way, like, you know, they could understand and they could see for themselves, like, exactly what it is that, like, I'm teaching to see if mm -hmm. it was right or if it's wrong because right is right and wrong is wrong. You don't want me to be preaching the wrong thing to you and then you believing it and you go and preach it to someone else. It's not good. That's 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 exactly what it is. So and anyway, I think we have to review the way church operates. Look. Um, in Catholic system, the priest is the king. Mm -hmm. What the priest said, nobody can revoke that. Mm -hmm. But in our church, which is the that's why we got the Protestant movement, mm -hmm. because we do believe there are certain things that need to be changed. This is not the proper way to operate that. But the love for money, sometimes you're always fighting for glory. You're always fighting to, to be in leadership. You always try to do something to show yourself, to make people see you. Mm -hmm. You understand? To keep, to get power. Some people like that though. Like who, me, honestly, as a who leader. Don't like, who, who don't like power? Everybody. Me, honestly, as a leader, 
every single time I was moved up or every single time I got a title or position, I, I never expected me to get it, you understand? Mm -hmm. You know, um, when I was going, when I was in college, I, I didn't even know I was gonna graduate, then I graduated, I got my first mm -hmm. job. When I got my second job, I didn't think I was gonna get it because the girl that told me about the job, she didn't even get that job. So it's like, so in that sense, I thought that it, I wasn't gonna get the job and I got the job. Even when I was, I was elected to be um, the assistant chaplain for Franco-Haitian Youth mm -hmm. Federation. I didn't even know there was a Franco-Haitian Youth Federation. Exactly. <laughs> when, when I was elected youth leader, I was like, there's only like eight of us here. So I was like, all right, it's whatever. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do, do the best that I can. And we went from eight to 40, mm -hmm. you know, in regards to the youth. When I was elected elder the first time, I was just like, if it was like, you wanna take the position? I was like, if it helps me to, to serve my church and to help the youth, I'll take it. But in regards to like, you know, me, fully conforming and becoming one of them, I don't think I could ever become one of them. Mm -hmm. You understand? I'm gonna use the title to help other people, but I'm not gonna like put myself in a position where it's like I'm changing who I am. Like, I, I couldn't do that. But, um, but anyway, it's always good, you know, to learn something new. Yeah, of course. It's always good to change position when you have to. Yeah. It's always good to accept certain things they think you can do. You understand? But I, I will let you know that power don't come from human. Human look for power, but God gives you power. Of course. <clears throat> Therefore, <clears throat> I always said that everywhere I am, some people they call me for thief. You know when you smile, the first thing they see in your mouth is the front teeth. <laughs> you understand? You know what? But I accept that there is a lady, there is one of my classmates when I was in high school mm -hmm. who, who called me that way. You understand? Because anywhere I am, people have to see me. Not to see me in a way, negative way, but I always, see, I, I always want to learn and defend what I don't know. Mm -hmm. you, I, I mean, learn and defend what I know. Yeah, of course. So that's me. That's the reason, you know. Yeah, that's the reason I I said I, I, I love knowledge. I, I I always love to learn, learn, learn new stuff. But when I, I cannot stay in stay in a stage that learning, 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 what I learn, how I use it. Mm. Let's say if I'm a doctor, right? Yeah. I never walk to, to a hospital. Mm -hmm. Let's say I'm a doctor and, and I choose to do politics. <laughs> Can you consider me as a doctor? A doctor and you do politics? Yeah, you do politics. Mm -hmm. and, no and you don't go to the hospital. Exactly. That's I can I cannot continue to call you doctor. I have to call you politician. But Haitians call themselves any name they want. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you know so but they always look for a good title that fit them, but in reality they're not working for that title. Mm. Have the knowledge that doesn't mean if you don't serve, you don't help people with that knowledge that you have, it's a waste of time. Right? But I think that's more so culture, because you know Haitians like they they like the macho bravado guys and they like titles because they like to feel like you know like, like they the man. You feel mm -hmm. me? Like and that's what they like. So I feel like that's just culture. 
But I feel like other coaches are the same too. Everybody want to be CEO or executive director or, you know, CFO and those titles. You know, elder, obviously, pastor. Those are titles that people want. Like people that people that really into church and want to move up, they want to become elder, pastor. Like they want to do those things. You know, this is one of the, the things I, I keep finding myself or I keep fighting with God. Mm-hmm. Because I got two, I got so many bad examples mm-hmm. in front of me, or I'm living with those people. I live with those people mm-hmm. in the sense that some pastors mm-hmm. they don't have the call, they just go because it's a way to get power. I mean, they just go is a way, you know, to make money. They just go, but they don't have the call. When you have the call, you can see it easily. You, yeah. you most likely gonna see love. Many, you understand? Many this are my, called. This is my problem. The thing is, many are called, but a few are chosen. Exactly. You, you know, some people can feel like, I love the Lord, I love God, I love everything about God, and this is what I wanna follow, this is what I wanna do. Just like somebody wake up like, oh, I wanna be a gangster. And they just be a gangster. Some people wake up like, oh, I wanna be a Christian. That's what I'm gonna do. Some people like, okay, I'll, I'll, I wanna you 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 know right now the girls mm-hmm. they wanna be loose like it's exactly. a hot girl right. summer like that's mm-hmm. what all the girls wanna do exactly. right now mm-hmm. and the guys are standing by looking like wow like they're just looking so it's like what do you wanna be some people are like okay I wanna be a pastor I see the pastors they they get to wear nice suits they're treated with a lot of respect they get a lot of perks mm-hmm. I'm gonna become a pastor that's what a, a, a young youth around my age told me like that's why he wants to become a pastor like he. He saw the perks, he saw the benefits, he saw how people got treated, mm-hmm. he saw the love, he's like, yeah, that's what I want to do. You understand? If somebody like me, for example, where that's not what I want to do at all. <laughs> but then Honestly, I don't I don't I don't have problem to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. But and I think my fellow pastor gonna have problem with me mm-hmm. because I'm not gonna enjoy them in the way they do they do business imagine god give you for free right mm-hmm. what he said after that give for free too right mm-hmm. so how come now we have to discuss that too that's why i said churches depart from his mission how come you come to preach like a crusade mm-hmm. for my church and you make you have to set up the price to say oh this is you have to give me five thousand six thousand sometimes you just come from to visit my church and you just present a sermon mm-hmm. and i have to pay you for that mm-hmm. so it if, if jesus have to if you, if we have to pay jesus for all he has been done for us mm-hmm. do you have do you gonna have money to pay him obviously not even though okay jesus Leave his throne, his glory, everything he condensed himself. He take our nature and our form. He become a human as God to come and serve and to save us. He got his own life in exchange, in exchange of our life just to save us. Do you have money to pay him? 
And in return, he only he only, he only asks you to participate on his ministry in a way like I'm gonna send you to say the truth or to preach the gospel to others. Show the same love that I show you. Mm. That was the recommendation that Jesus did to, to the a, a, a disciple. But now it's a business. I mean, a preacher once told me that a Levi should be compensated, compensated for his work. That's what a pastor told me once. Well, no, but I don't, I don't mind. You, uh, uh, you have to live by the gospel. Mm. But now, to preach the gospel, you have to set up your price. When you're already in charge of a church, mm. it's a problem. If every aspect in the church you have to do, they have to pay you something after that, it's a problem. But honestly, I have that problem. And that's why sometimes people see me very bad. But what if some way. people look at it like um, overtime? You know, at your job, when you go to work and then you work for eight hours and they make you stay, they pay you overtime, time and a half? My brother. Maybe my, brother my, my brother. Um, in the time of primitive church, the disciple went and they formed this church. They train you and they leave you and they go to another way. To another place yeah, and they always come Paul did that a lot and they come back to visit you to make sure if you on good condi condition when you depart yeah. from the reality from the training what they said to you they will break you and they teach you they said this is what the bible said you have to do this you have to do that like like the seven churches of revelation revelation and you know? the worst one was and Laodicea. that's why Laodicea said God said you're not Cold, you're not hot. You're not hot. What I'm gonna do to you? Spit you out my mouth. Exactly. Once, if you try to drink some water and the taste or some some drink, the taste is not good. What you do? <laughs> you put some ice. Exactly. In <laughs> so I, I don't. So we as Christians, we don't want to put ourselves in that position in a way, in a way until God said, you know what. Is a waste of time. I have to drop you. Mm. And when God drops you, He will draw His protection on you. And things, some bad thing can happen. And we don't want that. And that's the reason I always said my position, sometimes that's between me and my God. Mm. You understand? And I'm, I, that's why I can cool with you, but the day you. You depart from the trap, I have to let you go. You understand? You have to stay on the trap. And we do it, we do in the way together. But when you depart from the trap, I have to let you go. And I'm not I'm not gonna be with you. And that's why sometimes you can say, Oh, Abraham is like funny sometimes. Yes, I am. <laughs> you understand? Because you if you them? as a leader you have to, to stand for the truth. And the first example, you are the one, you're supposed to be the one who, who give it the, the first example. That's why a will leader lead by example. But not everyone in the leader position, leadership position is a leader, though. Sometimes sometimes you're, you're forced to lead, or sometimes you're, you lead because of circumstances, not because you want to. You understand know what I'm saying? 
Sometimes you could be a leader and don't have the title of a leader, but people are following you. That's happening. Yeah, and sometimes people are they have the title of a leader and people don't want to follow them anymore because the people feel like they've been misled astray. And if you see between the, the two of disciples, right? Mm. God called 11. The, the 12th one mm. bring himself. But he still was between them, right? Who you talking about? Judah. Okay, yeah. Okay? Uh, Jesus doesn't call Judah. Mm. He only called 11. Judah bring himself. Mm. Okay? But Jesus accepted him. And Jesus tried the best he can to teach and to try to change the mind of Judah. But Judah don't give Jesus permission to change his mind. That was something different for, um, that was Peter? Yeah, that was Peter. Mm -hmm. That was something different for Peter. Peter loved Jesus, but he denied him. He denied him at mm -hmm. the last minute. But he recognized he was wrong. He asked for forgiveness. But for Judah, he recognized he was doing wrong. But he got the spirit of guilt. He killed himself. Yeah. So you see the difference? Because he was a true there. Mm. But um, Peter was true because he was chosen by Jesus. But even though he got certain, you know, weakness, weakness, you know, some certain things he need to change. That's why you need the spirit to help you to change yourself. But to change yourself, nobody can that cannot do this work for you. You have to give the Holy Spirit permission mm -hmm. because you create with your freedom. If you don't want to give God permission, God cannot take it. Even though the, the, the devil cannot take it too. But you have to allow them to do so. Mm. That's why we have we have to know sometimes how to balance things because we got both in, in you. You got good and bad in you. You understand? Yeah. And and don't think when you go in church, you among the saint people, no, they're not saint. Mm. They're not holy. You understand? You have to be careful. You know, that's why I said I'm dealing with humans. I don't want to say I'm dealing with a demon, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with a human. But that woman could be a demon. Yeah. You understand? If you if you let the negative spirit lead you, you're not human for me. You're demon for me. Yeah. But if you leave the true spirit, God spirit or good spirit lead you, for me you're a human because. The, the will human is the one, the, I mean, is the way God was created you to do good. Mm. You know? Yeah, man, that's a deep message. I hope the people get everything that you're trying to explain to them, and I hope it resonates. So we got five more minutes. Do um, you have any closing thoughts that you would like to say? All right. Um, if I have to say something... <clears throat> And I don't want you guys who listen or watching this show, don't let nobody fool you. Your pastor, your elders, whatsoever. The will matter is Jesus Christ. The will trust is you. Okay.
okay? The will churches you. If you let the Holy Spirit to open your eyes, he's going to teach you the truth and the truth is going to set you free. So, like I said, the true motto is Jesus Christ. Follow Jesus. Don't follow anybody else. That's what I have to say. Deep, deep. Yeah, so I, I believe that Young people, you have to stay strong in everything that you do. I know sometimes it feels like no one is listening to you guys, and especially the young people that's in church, they might feel like um, it's the old versus the new. I think that um, we could find a balance if we put God first and we allow God to actually order our steps. And that's with every part of your life, whether it's um, your personal, your professional, your spiritual life, and your physical, even, you know, try to get in tune with all the different parts of your life. And, work in unity, you know, because even the demons come in legions, so imagine That's if true. the good people came in legions, we would be a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, um, shout to the real word because it's giving us a platform to talk about these things, and you know, everyone is coming on and they speak in their peace, and I think that's a great thing. So thank you to everybody that watched tonight. Um, shout to everybody that's been supporting. You can check out our website, www org. that's www.therealwordministriesinc.org that's I-N-C dot O-R-G follow us on Instagram same thing at the Real Word Ministries Inc on Instagram that's at the Real Word Ministries Inc on Instagram um, it's the Real Word 7 on Facebook the Real Word 7 and we on YouTube um, www.youtube.com backslash the Real Word TV that's the Real Word TV that's one word on YouTube so we thank you all for coming and watching us today. Shout out to Abraham Cleville for being the guest on today. Um, shout out to Pastor Sandra Camo for um, always being here with us since day one. And we're going to keep it going. We want to close out with a prayer. All right. Our Lord, our Savior, we want to thank you for this opportunity that you give us to let people understand the truth about you. And I want to ask you to bless this ministry and to bless um, a Brother Ricard. May his um, project realize and help him to grow that ministry in a way everybody can get something from that ministry. And we want to ask you to bless his family and bless the staff. And we ask you all of that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So we thank you all for coming. Shout out to everybody that's watched tonight. Um, good night. God bless and we love you. Peace.